Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. And this episode is always that. It is a half an it's, hour of goodbyes, and we say love. The final episode is always that. Yep. Well, I used to, uh, I'll say this. When I used to watch Real, Real World when I was in high school, the final episode of The Real World was in literally an hour of goodbyes, and I... I'm, I I hate to admit this. I used to tear up. That's Did fine. Did you cry? It's, I was going to say. Yeah, it's totally fine. I cry every time uh, every family episode of Survivor. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. That's the straightest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, but I don't cry when sea rats hug it out and say, I'll see you again. I think an e- possibly an even straighter thing would be I cried the other day at the treatment of Manchester United goalkeeper. That really made me cry. Mm. And my wife said, what's going on? Yeah, you're right. You, you win. You win. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm playing I, a, a game that nobody wants me to play anymore, <laughs> so let's stop. I, um, I just I want to I want to piggyback on what you said, which is not a gay term, but it sounds like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, these episodes are fillers. I understand why we need to do them. I personally want to – I wish – I could speak for the podcasting recapping community that says, I want to stop doing final episodes and where I want to stop telling you what happens altogether. And I want to just say, here's our opinions of this. And I don't want to tell you a single fucking thing that happened because nothing happened. happened. Yeah. You know what we should do moving forward? We should copy and paste our notes into text edit on Apple. And then just have, have the voice thing and then just put that out. I mean, you know. Love it. Um, but Right off the bat. Tonight, if I could. <laughs> what is the theme of this dinner? Question ABC mark. Question party. mark. Um, uh, if, I, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to give a quick, my quick pots real quick. Mm-hmm. Sure. This episode was worse than most season finales. And the blame Agreed. rests solely on Gary's shoulders. Mm. Gary yeah. Gary's hissy fit tonight destroys any hope we had of one last ball of snakes in a thin puddle of water. Mm. We needed everyone up in that jacuzzi. We needed cheersing, fucking sucking. But what did we get? We got pouty, pouty Gary pants. And shame on Mads for giving a fuck. I know. Come she, on, I, Mads. I thought you were a fucking kingpin like she, that. Like, it, oh, go ahead, Jake. It, it took away all the power she had the entire episode when she said, I need to go tell Gary that I made out with Alex. Why? And, and she's been saying from moment one, we're just having fun. And then... When the producer said, she's like, I wish I would just known Mads would have wasn't wasn't really into me. And the producer's like, Yeah, she's been telling you every fucking episode. We can show you tape. <laughs> I love that producer. I, it, so and by much. the way, that it, it, Jake, I completely agree with you. It's so she despised Gary. It was Ugh. just all fun. And then I would love to I'd love to interview her. Well, I'm sure Andy Cohen will ask her. Why did you feel the need to track Gary down to his I, room? I know why. I'll yeah, you go ahead. He's go ahead, drunk. Though. That that true, that too. And I want to also say that there's a part of Mads in all of us that uh and and Mads is a part of Gary and her that it is hard for she there's a part of her that she hates. And that's the part that wants to fuck Gary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's the part that 
I need to feel validated because I need something sexual to validate me. Yeah. So she'll fuck anything on the boat. She was she was going. This is the thing. She was going to do this with anyone on the boat. It just happened to be Gary. Yeah. Uh, which good for her. And also, you know, he was very, you're getting yours. He was very aggressive right off the bat. Had yeah. Alex taken that role, it would have been Alex. I Alex. I kind of co-signed that, but just because we. We're not as gay as Jake, so we can't co-sign that aggressively. Just, you're a little bit less gay. You're a little bit less gay. Uh, but yeah, no, Mads, Mads was looking for uh, love in a hopeless place. Mm-hmm. Like that yep. one Rihanna song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is, what to this day, one of the sexiest, so gay. Mu- one of the sexiest <laughs> music videos of all time. And I don't know if that model in that video killed somebody. I don't know where he went, but one of the most stunning human beings I've ever seen. Uh, no, you're not talking... No, the sexiest girl in a video ever. No, is I'm that talking about that- a man. Oh, I was. Gonna- the girl Who is, is the most sexiest man in a video for you, Pat? <laughs> uh, Dylan showed me a Kanye West video where this girl is sitting on a chair. Oh, it's Tiana Taylor. She's fantastic. Holy shit, that's hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Beautiful body. Okay. Mm. Yeah, Should I want to we- get away from the ladies' <laughs> talk. So, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'd blow Keanu. It feels a little homophobic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry for sorry to be so hateful. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I <laughs> yeah, blow Keanu yeah, Reeves. It feels a little hateful. Um, all right, so I would give the the uh, season finale um, the one pot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. How about you, Jake? Twenty uh, on a scale from one to a hundred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, just really quickly, I want to shoehorn in one more thing. Listen, I know that people love Daisy. We love Daisy. Kind of. Yeah. I am fucking here with Daisy. <laughs> Me too. I I, I've hit, I hit it with this season. I yeah. am so fucking tired of Daisy getting a pass, tormenting Gary, tormenting Colin, being melodramatic about stuff. I'm just, I've had it with Daisy. Okay. And, and it's worse because she suffers at her job. And because yeah. she takes everything so motherfucking personally yeah. that everything about uh, her job reflects on her. Chill out. And that's why, and I'm going to say this, and I, I'm someone who likes Daisy, and yeah. I like, I think she's great TV. Yeah. She's not a great Chief Stew. <laughs> oh. <true>. Bottom line. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what a great Chief Stew wouldn't say? The radios don't work in the galley. <laughs> Daisy, Thank come you. on. We know or, that's bullshit. I, or I, uh, talk I think about Daisy... Her- Oh, go ahead, Jay. I think Daisy. I think I think Daisy works on sailing yacht because it's chaotic. Boom. If if Daisy was on below deck, OG, she yeah. would make it one season. Yeah. Wow. That is that is I I I don't take. want to just grab onto that as voraciously as I want to, but I do. I I have to it's, follow my heart. I, I'm telling you, the chaoticness and the messiness and the personal emotional things of Daisy losing her shit. Daisy is the, the, the things falling out of the cabinets every time they heal is Daisy's emotional state. (laughs) It goes perfectly with the show. Jake, let me ask you this. Dylan and I have talked about this. So being on season three of your stint on a Bravo show, I think that definitely has a part to play in her apathy towards her job. She's wearing when, the mink coat in public. When she let Tim bleed out in that... Uh, <laughs> She's era, wearing the mink in public. She, I think she was clearly thinking, I'm bigger than working on this boat. And yeah, she was. Yeah, and Captain Glenn was like, hey, a guy was bleeding for a half an hour, and she was like, would you stop making me cry? <laughs> and it's like, what, what the fuck... <laughs> What's going on? But and, and also, but what about me and my problems with Gary and Colin? When when I say she's manipulating Gary and Colin, I understand that it's messy, and I'm not absolving Gary of anything. Obviously, Gary is the tip of the spear of piece of shit here. Yes. But yeah. I think Daisy's gotten a pass because I think she's been awful to both of them. Right. And here's a, another ding on her. So at the top of this episode, right as this episode starts, Daisy tells Colin unequivoc- unequivocally she is with him. Yeah. Right. So, and that's what he needs to hear. And she's not about Gary's mind games anymore. But somehow Daisy continues to be pulled into small places with Gary. Yeah. And she needs to slap him in the face if we are going to be on Daisy's side and say, 
this is how you tell this guy, I don't want to be pulled in these small places the, anymore the, with your lips smashed up against the, my Irish uh, lips. deteriorating skin. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, they're, they're, um, there are these little. Th- I I just I got distracted because I I saw a, a thing today from uh, Michael Pollan uh, or, or Pollock about uh, the specific kind of potato that McDonald's uh, uses, and it can't have any blemishes in it. And the only way to achieve that is to put a pesticide uh, called Monitor on it. It's just horrific stuff. Just you 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 down bitch. Wow. I'm not on bitch shoot anymore, okay? I know that there are satanic child sacrifices happening at the bottom of Buckingham Palace. I don't need to explore that any further, all right? Uh, who doesn't know that? Yeah. That's sheep don't know that. But there are things that Daisy has been doing throughout the season that are so loud, but she doesn't get called out on them. The fingers on other seasons. The fingers on Gary's cheek we talked about it when he pulled her into a corner and then today or tonight the last goodbye they have is this purgatorial zone that you can i guess get by with but to anybody really looking at it objectively it's fucking inappropriate if you're committing to colin mm -hmm. and and colin even said the way you i heard that Gary basically was telling me that you were asking why I wasn't chasing Mads. And and Daisy turned it into uh, kind of like trying to say, well, that's that's him. I don't know if he's good for my relationship. No, she is doing that covertly to take him out of the equation because she's worried yeah. about what he will be. It is not because she cares about what he who who Mads is or his relationship with Mads, she is trying to eliminate him as someone from her life because she can't do it in any other way. But I it's also so think, I also think she still wants to keep the that pot on the simmer. Mm-hmm. That, She's that into was him. Perfect She's English. in. She is into him. Her sister told her so. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She we said, love Bonnie. Bonnie's love, a real god. Drunk. Fucking Bonnie. 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 I know you're still listening. You need to go to AA because you're a drunk. <laughs> I, I, we, you we, have a problem. It's, I felt so bad. We put out a clip where, and, and I cut that Pat said she was a bargoyle. I cut that out of the social <laughs> clip, but I mean, she's Bonnie commented, you guys know me, and it, it broke my heart. And um, bargoyle. Okay. All right. So, uh, Pat, did you give any pots? Oh, uh, I hated this episode. Zero. All right. So wow, we end with the um, I'm not going to be Gary's friend anymore conversation with Daisy. V dramatic. Mm-hmm. V dramatic. And this is the the pitfall of the thruple. No one cares enough about any relationship on below deck enough to have these kinds of melodramatic conversations. Did I say that right? Yeah, it's getting you late. did. I, I hope this is the last. Like I love Gary having sex with broken people that yes. come out of Florida yeah. and in the guest. Who guesses. doesn't? Everybody loves that. Yeah, I do, I don't. Why break formula? This show's been on for ten goddamn years. Yeah. There's now there was five iterations of it. Now there's only four because we got rid of uh, Adventure or whatever the fuck. But oh, is that is that coming back? Uh, Adventure's not coming back because we took Captain Gary uh, to replace old Captain Lee, who was a new Captain Gary. Yeah, uh-huh. get a new captain and don't hire a bunch of fucking dorks. Don't have oh. dorks on this show. <laughs> they need to be hot and they need to fuck each other. They can't be fucking dorks. Here, here, God, Y'all here, listen here. to that. Damn it, that's. That's how we cast for Below Deck. They need to fuck each other. <laughs> Look, the formula works. The thruple is the first time we ever saw like an arc of like people being in love for more than three episodes. Uh, and yeah. I never want to see it again. All right. I feel like we're so hot right now. We're we going to go long we again. We got to go I'm going to take it down. I'm going to take it down. Um, all, right. all right. What the fuck is the theme of this party? It's the ABC. Lucky is wearing a trash bag. Okay. All right. So I, I was confused about everything here. Yeah. And I'm gay. So <laughs> this, uh, the theme is air out your balls. The theme is anything but clothing. And we the 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 thing with, with Lucky is that her haunches are sweating because she's in uh trash bags. Mm-hmm. Um and I was kind of pissed off at Daisy because Daisy does not have sweaty haunches. Because she's no. not in a trash bag, 
Her underlings are in trash bags, and I don't understand this. The underlings have to flush live shit down while their haunches are sweating, and Daisy just gets to uh, to serve a a such a bizarre dish. This is such an Alicia dish, and I, I sorry, I are, love Alicia, but are, are you going to go through the courses? I, I, I'm getting ahead of myself, but don't say cultivated. What do you have to do? There's one cultivated, and there's one fresh. That's just a bizarre cultivated thing. Cultivated or oysters? <laughs> just, just say Kumamoto's. Just say they're Kumamoto's. Nobody will know the difference. Um, so yes, um, this is uh, what what the fuck uh, can, is is fucking happening? While you're doing that, I'm going to do a meanwhile. Meanwhile, Deborah, that's Brad's mom. She visits Glenn in the uh, bridge over there. Oh he's yeah, on, and uh, Glenn he whispers in his her ear. He's like, "Get out of here! <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to do this to you." Yeah. Uh, Jake, uh, Dylan, and I are convinced that Glenn kills women. Convinced uh, is too soft a word. We know. <laughs> Uh, that Glenn kills prostitutes in Europe on his free time because he's such a nice guy. He needs to burn off some of that energy. And then healing is not enough because a steak knife has not gone through a crew member's face yet. Agreed. And it needs to be a sex worker because he pays for it. So it needs to, yeah. I love Jake's picking up what we're throwing down. Yeah. And when he says, says, I'm going to take these cookies for a test drive, that's (laughs) his... That that is one of the things he tells the the dead sex workers. Um, I don't know why people yeah. can't see this. Yes, Jake, Kalen, Dylan, and I. No, Glenn. I know you listen. You are killing people. Okay, this is a dateline in twenty years. Keith Morrison will be dead. It doesn't matter. Lester Holt won't be. Lester Holt won't be. He's on that show, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it only makes sense. Canadians are nice until they're deadly. That's all I need to say. Oh, I love that. Hey, I heard a good uh, a Canadian joke. I don't know if you guys have ever heard this, but how do you get uh, five Canadians out of a pool? Ask them how? to. Because <laughs> they're so polite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, tell that Guinness Book joke. Oh, uh, Jake, do you want to hear another joke? Sure. Oh, okay. No, I don't want to. Tell them. It's funny. Okay, my penis was in the Guinness Book of World Records, and the librarian said, can you please take your penis out of the Guinness Book of World Records? Yeah, where this is going. That's it. That's, That's the joke. It. That's the yeah, joke. Because he okay. went to the library. Like, in other words, because your penis is in the Guinness yeah, Book yeah, of World Records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you want to keep going, she's like, it's really weird that you keep closing it and opening <laughs> it, and it's really inappropriate to do that in a public place. And I'm going to call the police soon. <laughs> 
Then an actual Songbench musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. That is such a millennial reference because <laughs> everyone else goes, "What's the Guinness Book of World Records?" <laughs> I remember, and then you that have to explain it to them. Like Kaylin's, like, "Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is." <laughs> Go suck a dick. Uh, all right, so um, the pasta dish looks absolutely disgusting. It is a Candyland <laughs> Popperdell. Okay, with... we need to stop dyeing our pasta colors. Thank you. I don't. I don't care if it's for gay people. I don't care if it's for anyone. I don't need, you don't need to dye. Pasta is hard enough to make well. I don't need it dyed. Thank you so much. And also, this may be controversial, but let's, let's stop with this fresh pasta fad. Okay. It's very difficult. It's it's too difficult, and also it it is not toothsome. It's mushy. Okay. <laughs> God damn it! Everything about this dish pisses me off. Fucking fifteen pots. Um, all right, so we play a little game, not unlike anal ring toss, um, where they throw coat, coat hangers hanger cock ring at Gary. They cut this down to fifteen seconds, but uh, I think it, it took, was three hours. I think it took yeah at, at least twenty five minutes. <laughs> Gary's just sitting there like. I, I I don't know what to do. I well, don't know what to do. Gays have no hand in eye coordination because they can never catch a ball. Uh, <laughs> so are there there are good uh, gay athletes, right? Absolutely, definitely in the NFL. Uh, not a ton of baseball players. Mm. Not a lot. No. Of, they, we don't we don't have a lot of good hand eye coordination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, me neither. I for, for me when I was in the t ball field. I could throw a ball, yeah. but I was afraid when it came at my face yeah. because I was afraid it would hit my moneymaker. Of course. So I protected my face with my glove yeah. and it would fall out and my, my coach would go, God damn it, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> well, I still, um, I still have a scar yeah. on my nose from getting hit in the face with a baseball, so you were good to protect yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I the- could play soccer, though. And uh, because I was good for because I could run from the big kids who wanted to beat me up. Yeah, that's all so. you have to do. You have to be evasive and you have to have a touch. And Cristiano Ronaldo's bi, but um, not quite gay. So um, yeah. anyways, um, dinner is pasta and oysters. Now, I know that I went over dinner, but I just want to say once again, 
the final dinner of the season is pasta and oysters. And that's <laughs> shame on you, Bravo, because there had to have been courses that, that got cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a goddamn shame. So Colin right. and Gary have a little pep talk. Oh, um, forgive me. This was I pointed this out in the last episode. This yeah. is the, the bullshit lie that Gary does. Right. Um, and Gary tells Colin that it, it, this is just such a shitty thing to say to somebody. This isn't something that anybody who loves the other person would ever say. It could end in disaster or you guys. It, it, it's like it's like a weird Rod Serling kind of thing. Like, well, I, I don't understand why he has to be like. He's a slimy sea rat. Why are you predicting what's going to happen here? It's just fucking stupid. Jake, sorry, I'm rambling. It's so You're late. fine. It's so late. You care a lot about food. Um, all right. So while Daisy and Chase pray for the next 24 hours. They get a little surprise. Oh. And guys, that's where my note ends. And to oh. be honest, I don't know what the surprise <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. was. Now, it's a surprise. Uh, Grant and Todd take a piss off the boat, which I would have done too. Oh, and yeah, they're naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's and right. And they're naked. Right. By the way, in, a pre- in the last episode, Todd, I think, tried to give uh, Grant a handy. Uh, you t- it was either that or they were fingering each other you know, on yeah. the boat. A hand job is so underrated. Who needs to be mixing this up with, uh, you know, sex on whatever? I, I miss a good hand job. Sorry. No, no, no. Talk there, about a wild it, it, it is. It is. Um, it's quaint. It's a dish best served warm. Yeah. Uh, obviously. <laughs> but yeah. uh, like a hot it pocket. It is. It's unfortunate that his fallen out of fashion. Mm. And sometimes all you want is a handy mm-hmm. uh, because. It just takes too much time for a blowy, yeah. and there's a lot less work involved. Yeah, and there's, there's too much separation. The, I like the idea of kissing and uh, working each other over. The thing that you have to be comfortable with is knowing concretely and confidently that mm-hmm. that person is okay and they want to do this to you. Because mm-hmm. Agree. at the 12th minute, you could get a little worried about them, and you can't have that. That's true. And it can feel like you're just like doing this so much, and that when you when you start hearing the other person go, yeah, yeah, <laughs> long sides, right? Long. I, I'm going to say this to out to women and men out there. If you're hearing, if you're receiving a handy and you're hearing long sighs, just fake it, fake it till you make it, and yeah. and 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 help them out along the way because yeah, yeah, they're yeah. trying their best. Just, they are getting carpal tunnel. Yeah, just get up and go. Oh my God, I'm I'm coming. I ca- <laughs> I came in my hand and I'm gonna go wash it out in the sink now. Exactly, exactly. Oh, I came on my chest. You didn't see it. Oh, <laughs> I came in your hair. You didn't even feel that. All right. So yeah. um, next day. <laughs> next day. Alex wakes Galen, up. Galen, you can use that. <laughs> Alex, Alex wakes up with a new vigor um 24 hours and gary is no longer his boss perfect because mads is closer than ever to throwing up in her mouth at the side i want to say this <laughs> alex you pussed out buddy uh, i know big time you pussed out you big wuss this this guy i'm gonna say this 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 type of lazy hot straight guy yep. is an abomination I completely agree, man. It's an abomination. He's, He's an too abomination. Good looking for his own he, good. He realizes he can walk into an airport exactly. flying He's back. He's too afraid to work because he is afraid of rejection. Yep. Yeah, and it's yep. it's 100%. It's not about Gary. It's about him being afraid of rejection, him being so fragile. That whole tantra thing about multiple orgasms. Oh god. That that is that is some ridiculous sensitive man 21st century bullshit i i love that you said that it's such fucking you know how many fucking books there are out there that have untold fantasies and lessons don't read that you don't need to come multiple (laughs) times come once hey it's adrian from season four yeah exactly my meat like my meat you know what if you can come more than i will say this as as a man as a man who has slept with a few other men in my time. Yeah. Um, if you can come one uh, uh, right after that, that is a talent. Yeah. Know mm-hmm. this: not all men are ready for that. Right. <laughs> or mm-hmm. women are ready for it to come again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, 
I understand the idea of it and that you're trying to better yourself, but eh, it, it, it comes across as trying to. Here, and the, we can't all be sting. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. I, I don't mind if you want to have a rockets evening where you do cocaine, you're up for, for eight hours, and you just fuck away at each other. There are multiple sessions, and you come mm-hmm. multiple times. But yeah, not on coke. To, to, try to, bio, not on coke. to try to biohack and figure out how to fucking shut the levees down and then come again. It's just like life's too short. It it feels artificial and it feels unfair. (laughs) I I completely agree. It's fucking unfair. Let's uh, So we're on the next day. All right. A couple things happen here. Breakfast is served. Guests continue to be gross slobs with their living quarters. (laughs) Gary. They're fucking disgusting. They are gay men. All right. Here's uh, sorry. This has been so. I, how did we make such a mess? Because you're fucking I, pigs. Okay. That's how. I, Go to I West also, Hollywood. I'm every, worried. Every yard where a gay couple live, it's the most manicured thing you've ever seen in your goddamn life. Have you ever been on Santa Monica Boulevard if you ever visited here as a listener in, in Los At Angeles? At 3 a.m.? Well, I was going to say every, Santa Monica Boulevard looks beautiful. It's manicured. It's it, it's lovely. What the fuck's up with these three? Shit in the fucking toilet, piss on the well, fucking ceiling. The thing is, everything's fine until you until you're entitled gay and you don't really care about how it looks when you're filmed. I guarantee you there was some sex going on. And I'm I'm gonna say this to those of you who aren't initiated in the, the worlds of gay sex. It can be a little messy mm. and there may be towels with things on them. However, I think I think you're talking about feces. I'm talking about feces (laughs) and uh, very astute. And I'm and I'm saying there's a way to do it and not leave them out. There is a way to have feces on a towel and maybe wrap the feces part underneath. Right. 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 Um, I I was I was pretty horrified. Yeah. uh, at this whole segment, and I swing that way. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I was going to say, Jake, my wife and I, we have a three-year-old. We call her Hurricane Ellie. When we're at a breakfast table, she rips the whole fucking thing apart. She That's what she does. And before we leave, we clean the entire thing up to cover our tracks up and pretend to be not good people, good citizens. We yeah, could you pretend not- to be something you're not because that's what we do. We, we, I... I could not leave my room to go up to the dinner and leave shit, piss, cum, everywhere. Well, you also can't get a blowjob if your balls smell like the day, but we have to move That's on. True. We're supposed to do this episode in 31 <laughs> oh, minutes. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, all right. We're so, having a great time. No, I know. We're having a great time. So let's get to a little conversation with um, Mads. This is, this is the... Um, Gary turns into a bit of like a poltergeist here. He's like a creepy poltergeist. And it's like, hey, God, fucking damn it. Why are you always here? I'm like, what do I need to do? Um, but he's like, so what are we? And he wants to know the future plans. What yes. are we? This is when the patron saint of reason and of this finale, the producer says, in so many words, I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a woman who you know is in her 40s and has seen, has lived with men like this yeah. and has filmed men like this. And she's just like, I can't. I just need to expose you for who you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She She's happily married, I think, and hates him. So um, yeah. we dock for our last time. Well, we got one more last sailing. Oh, God. Another heel. Mm-hmm. And this is where we find out that Lucy is truly cursed. Yeah. <laughs> Because a drawer opens up, a steak knife flies out, and it nearly almost hit her head. Yeah, it's been Patty's dream. I, anyway, I it's really not her do head. think you're correct that Lucy is like barely avoiding death in every <laughs> single episode. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There, there is a kind of um there's a biblical war for her soul going on. Um there are angels protecting her, there are demons trying to kill her, and she's she has no fucking idea what's going on. She's like the simplest person in the world, and she's just, God has decided this is the one I'm yes. going to like put all yes. my money on. She is Middle Earth. Mm-hmm. Yep. She is Middle they're, Earth. They're playing, God and <laughs> Satan are playing for her soul. Yeah. Something so pure. Um, all right, so Gary, um, did you have a good time? Oh, they say, they say, did you have a good time? I go, eh, kind of. The, oh, the thru- guest department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Ray really fucked it up, but yeah. Um, the thruple seemed to ruin this this charter. Gary, um Gary Gary has a little flip out, and Glenn says, I wanted to throw it to you when Glenn says there were a couple times I didn't think we were gonna make it. You know, it's gone understated, and Pat has brought this up numerous times. The negligent and the deceit of the crew of parsnips, um, with this <laughs> boat being completely at inoperable. Any, at any time, it could have killed everyone. It could have lit <laughs> they, on fire, and there's not fire engines that can roll out here and put the no, thing, uh, you know. This boat needs to go to the trash heap. Yeah. Um, it just does. Yeah. It just she does. She needs to go to Davy Jones' locker. Yeah, 100%. It's time. And Glenn's like, oh, we had a couple scares. It's like, Glenn, you almost killed everybody, man. Why are you speaking <laughs> you like that? You had like 11 scares. <laughs> it wasn't like two there and 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 I and I I fully understand that we make a big deal every time something happens, but like we're talking black smoke, like flooding out out the chimney. Yeah, like the boat can't leave the dock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or how about like engines don't work and then you're trapped out in the middle of the ocean, left with just the tender and yeah. either the sails or wind. Hope. Yeah. By the way, I think there's a reason why. If there were going to be children, and Below Deck has had children and families on these charters before, they don't let children on sailing yacht. They would thank God never because if they had allowed that yeah. this season, everybody would have been in an uproar. Like, how dare you? But just but because it's just a bunch of sassy gays, the last two charters are like, yeah, ah, fuck them. If they yeah. die, they die. Fuck, fuck them. Gays' lives are worth nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I also it's will disgusting. say I believe the insurance on Parsons Falls Three is twenty five million dollars. Yeah, oh, I bet. There's, yeah. There's, there's the only it's the only way that right. they would allow people on this boat. And Colin's like, it's okay. Let's just dump some sand in the engine, see if that <laughs> sucks shit up. Um, all right. So Alex and Chase talk about Lord of the Flies and Gary. Um, he is. He is too thin to be piggy, but they do want to kind of kill him in that way. Um, and, then, to be piggy. and then we get to um, the tip meeting. Pat, take it away. 17.5. Very, very light. For shitting in a toilet. Very light. Shitting on well, the ceiling. I, I could have told you this, and I guarantee you the thruple gave none of it. Mm. Yeah. You know, I hesitate to do this because it's likely offensive because the gay community is like any other community. There are 10% of people who are incredible, 10% of people who are complete assholes, and 80% of people You're who... You're saying about any group. About any group. That's generous. <laughs> <laughs> are gays... Do gays take pride in, in tipping well? They're very well... Good, usually, great tippers. Usually not. We are better tippers than normal. Okay. 100%. But these are, these are not normal gays. These are asshole gays. <laughs> Uh, these are gays who are out to they're on television yeah. and they're happy to be trolls, sadly. So the, weird. The, the Burning Man gays, I guarantee you probably gave, I don't know, I, 
I have I I have a feeling that the I don't I don't know any of the inside info here. I have a feeling that they probably agreed to split some of it. Yeah. And at the last minute the thruple said we're only going to give we're only going to give them 5 grand. Yeah, it's And like, I think they probably were going to give them like 22 grand or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's like Chuck and Erica. They're like we oh, the we, worst. we threw in 2300. Where what's what's up with you guys? God, I really wanted to get Grant on the show. That's okay. We'll talk to Grant. So, um I, yeah, I want to like send 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 me a DM. I want to know what he says because I have a feeling they took. I'm I'm almost certain they took they took Brad because he was a client. Yeah, we something. that's question number. It's a one. business relationship. It's not a personal relationship. Um, so you know, lending more credence to our concrete knowledge of Glenn's crimes, he says he's going to sleep off the boat so that he can get a good night's sleep. He has been itching. Yeah, he's for sleeping weeks. with the head of a sex worker. He's just murdered. <laughs> But I will say this: He shows up. Thank you for getting on board with Thanks, this, dude. I like I like it how I said that, and Kayla went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a little yeah. scary. Y'all watch out for Kayla. No, I, I know. I was disappointed that Glenn, and I think this is the second time he's done this, shows up to the final dinner to basically try and create drama with some stupid questions. <laughs> uh, it's true. I hate this shit. I hate this team building garbage. I hate us to say what went right, what went wrong. I hate it. Mm-hmm. And and it's such a I'm trying to find um an analog, but highs and lows is a very, very dangerous game. Mm-hmm. It's a very, mm-hmm. very fucking dangerous game. Uh cringiest line of the night goes to Gary. I think he toasts uh or gives a shot and he says one for my girlfriend. Gary? Gary? <laughs> That's it. Get used to being rejected, Gary. All right. You loser. Okay. All right. So gain a few more pounds, get redder. Your fucking life will be over. You red face. So losing your red. hair. Right. What is that? All right. What? I'm sorry. Is you triggered that? something in me. I'm just sorry. I'm take sorry. it easy. God damn it, right man. Now. You're seeing black or red or whatever it is. I I feel like you're about to do a scene from Goodwill Hunting, Pat. <laughs> just like at any Williams. moment. Yeah. It's at not your any fault. moment you're going to It's not your fault. I know. No. No, it's not your fault. No, you know what you are? You're Jack Nicholson at the end of a few good men. You fucking had it. People don't <laughs> people don't understand the lengths that you go to to protect this country. You goddamn right I did. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, I'm like the only gay person who, who knows you good men. So the of course the dangerous part of this game is Daisy crying. And I understand uh. that Daisy has had a tough season, but thank you for groaning because the only thing appropriate, the only appropriate reaction to this is to groan. Yep. Because it's groan worthy. God damn it, Daisy. Because we all have to support her and we all have to tell her it was okay. And that's not, that's as a chief stew, we should not have to be doing that. 100%. We should not be toasting to you, yep. to you and your introspection because the stakes yep. are not that fucking high. You're wiping up shit and you're, and you're, a, <laughs> and you're a fucking manager. I'm right. sorry. This is this is the thing. People 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 have come at me about talking about Kate Chastain, about how she was the ultimate kind of I said she was the ultimate chief stew because she only showed about twenty percent of who she was and the rest was and and to the guests and yeah. the rest was uh to the crew and she she never really showed who she was. That wasn't wasn't a great reality show. I said, that's because she was a fucking professional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's that's a it. reason why she's the queen of the sea and why she had the longevity on the show that she had. Um it be- technically took over the franchise very early oh, on. Oh yeah. yeah. The show would took be it, nothing it without Kate. Um so Maddie Healy of the nineteen seventy five comes over to uh bring the sea rats to their table. Oh. <laughs> I know that reference and it's destroying me. <laughs> um, and Glenn heads off to kill horse. Kill. Um, all right. So veggies and 12 different kinds of meats are going to be served. Chase and Gary um, have a little conversation and Chase says, listen, I want to tell him off, but I think it's best to not burn bridges. The only thing that's not that admirable about it is that you've been, I, I don't know. It, it's like, um, it's like giving a cell phone to Christopher Columbus or something like that. It's like Chase doesn't understand that he's being filmed and what a reality television show is. It's like, 
Just say he's a fucking asshole. It'll be better TV. <laughs> All right, he could have a like great giving moment. an iPhone to a dog. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He could have it a great is. moment like that, but I don't think it, in the bigger picture it would be a great moment for him. I think he should just you know disappear. He, into- he's actually thinking about what's going to be for him social media wise, which yeah. is what everyone's thinking about on these shows. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I think that if we could see that this was not going to be a ball of snakes kind of night from the meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't have this much meat and have sex and have sex. No, have it's no, too we, much. It, it, it's too yeah. much fucking. What the fuck are the producers doing? You can't have a Chihuahua on the last night. We need them to fuck each other. They, yes. they can't be stuffed with pecania. They're going to smell bad. <laughs> no. It it needs to be sushi or or nothing else. That's it. I don't know why, because no no one's gonna fuck someone with a belly full of meat. No, you can't do yep. it. We talked about nope. it the other night when you're at, at dinner with your wife and it's been like a week and you're like, you know, we need to have sex tonight. And then she orders the the hummus and you're like, that's fifty two chickpeas. You're not gonna want to. It's not good. Or she's on the way it's, home. Uh, I, she's like, "Do you mind uh, hitting Jack in the box?" You're like, "Oh, I'm fucked." There's a there's a really great uh, Cassie David, who is Larry David's yes, daughter. Love her. Has an essay called "Too Full to Fuck." Yeah, and it it really is like when you're out with someone and they're ordering like blah blah blah. Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be. This is great. I'm. I love eating, but I also love having sex. Right. And so I have to decide." Am I going to eat if I want to fuck? Right. And there, there is a time. It doesn't matter if you are male, female, anywhere in between. There is a point where if you're if you've eaten too much, you cannot fuck. No, no way. that is you just can't. it. Your belly you can't. Well, uh, if you want to go to the Taco Bell, you can bring the Taco Bell home. It is not going to be that much. Better or worse, no. lukewarm. Fuck, fuck and then, and then, fuck and then it'll be the best meal you ever had. Yeah. And also... 100%. This could save so many relationships, <laughs> what you're saying right now. And also, let's um, just... Let's acknowledge the public service that Cassie David did for fucking oh, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson can go fuck himself because he used Cassie David as a trampoline, and uh, I, I just don't think people give Cassie David enough credit because she's funnier than Pete Davidson, she's, and she has more to offer society. The book of essays is fantastic. I would highly recommend it. How She's Larry David's daughter. How could she not be better than Pete Davidson? Exactly. Fucking... Stop hiring him. I'm so fucking over it. Can, we, can you believe we're going to do 45 minutes on this dumb episode? No, I, I love know. it. I know. I'm really sorry. No, uh, I love Jake, it. Jake, I'm, I'm just, I'm very I'm sorry. good. I'm, I'm good. I'm here with you. Okay. So um, we get back to the boat and there is, oh no, what are we doing? The kiss heard not around, around the world. The world. Um, and it didn't look good. No. no. Can I just say that? No. I don't know if Alex is a great kisser. Mm-mm. Obviously he wasn't because... Why is she running to Gary? She should have been like that. Turn me exactly. on. Let's go fucking. This is where get I, it on. You know, like I don't want to be gross like this, but sevens are better in bed than nines. Thank you for saying that. They have to work hard, and it is a true. It's a. It's completely true. Yeah. And I would tell you that six point fives. Yeah. Are better in bed than nine point five. Yeah, hundred percent. Much mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Because I have had. In my time, yeah, I have, I've had, I've had sixes that have definitely been better than nines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you mm-hmm. do find a nine point five, who is as good as a six point five and marry bed, them? And when you do marry them, what will happen is you will have a highly publicized court hearing, a la Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. That's true. Yeah, you're right there, which there, is why I. Why I have had so many legal troubles. There will be cryptic messages written in blood or shit on the mirror at various <laughs> different points. All right. So um, we oh, have Jesus. to, for some reason, go and tell Gary about this kiss. I'm, and this ruins the entire night. Why this happened. I, I have a theory, Jake. Um, there's still a hierarchy of being Bravo talent. And Good point. this was her moment, I think, because she got banged by him, intimate, but she kind of hated him and grossed out by him, like old, disgusting, gross guy. Still felt like she needed to have her moment with the talent. Um, yeah. 
And also, Gary, he doesn't pass. He doesn't step over the line. But he gets is close. close to being... Get out of my room. He's like Ozzy Osbourne. He, he's, being, he's getting a little too close to, to being handsy. A and it's, aggressive. It's, it's bad. And uh, this is one of those things where I just go, I'm glad we didn't see the full edit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because... Um, yeah. Below Deck is one of those shows. That I don't know how they get away with it, but um, it it's one of the, the least edited shows, um, supposedly. Well, and also it's one of the least uh, punished shows because we've oh, had they do crazy shit. We've had the N word said to people. We've had yep. you know, and and well, no heads. Fam- unless you're love after lockup, and then you can do every fucking. Oh, oh no. yeah, right, right. Jake, I, Th- by that's the way, not. That's- we don't know if we can do that show anymore. Jake, season one of Below Deck. We heard there was it, oh fuck. There, episode three of season one is deleted because it was so uh, homophobic or something. Homophobic and there's been transphobic episodes too. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. But love after well, you lock got up. fucking South African crew, you got Brew crew who are just like the most racist fucking people in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's so. I think it's not known by enough people that South Africa is well, maybe it is. <laughs> It is. Uh, I, I'm not going to call out a country. Yeah. But if you want to know, let let's just say, a lot of the people think extremely provincially. Yeah, yeah, I would say, and this is a little hyperbolic, but South Africa makes uh, Missouri look like the Castro district. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it look like Portland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all yeah, right. That's so a good way to put it. The Chase and Alicia have another hug. Wasn't gonna happen. Wasn't gonna Never happen. Never gonna happen. But Appreciate the effort, Chase. I think they're perfect for one another. Mm-hmm. Um, next day, yeah. uh, we find out that Alex has been reading about multi-orgasmic men. Um, goodbye. 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 Oh. Goodbye. 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 I'm I'm trying goodbye. to see if there's anything we need. Nothing. To the talk. only noteworthy thing was I, the goodbye to Gary. I wanna I wanna bring up one thing that they said. Uh, I believe that Lucy said this. There was no fighting in interiors at all. And I think that's a first for Below Deck Sailing Yacht. Yeah, and you know what? I think it's a testament to... I hate to give her credit, but I think it's a testament to Daisy. Um, It is, and having two women who are very new. Yeah. And knowing they need to team up instead of compete with one another. And even rarer, the competition was not needed because Lucky... And Mads were great together, yep. and it was fine. Yeah, great totally. pointing that out. Yeah, yeah. great pointing it worked, that out. It worked because they were different enough. Yeah, yeah, and and also it's fascinating to see um, angels and demons fight for the heart of one human being. I mean, we've never seen that before <laughs> on the show. Uh, Jake, we love you so much. Thank you for hanging in there with oh, us. Thank you guys. This is wonderful. This I'm was so Jake's happy to talk to you both. Podcast. This was Dylan and I's ninth today. Jake is a warrior in the uh, vein of po- Xena and or Hercules. This was podcast ten for me, but yeah, it's fine. Um, and um, we love all you guys, of you for listening. It's thank been a great you so season. much. This is wonderful. This this completes our season. We'll see you with for the reunion next time. Yep. Yep. Is um yeah. is Maddie going to be back for the reunion? He will be back for the reunion. Good. Well, I'm, I hope all the Reality Gaze fans are champing at the bit for that. Um, reality uh, Gaze, Reality eh, Gaze, Reality Gaze, Reality Gaze. Reality Gaze, Reality Gaze. Reality Gaze, Reality Gaze, Reality Gaze, Reality Gaze.com, Reality Gaze, Reality Gaze Podcast on Instagram, Reality Gaze Pod on Twitter, Reality Gaze on TikTok. And to our fans. We, or their fans that are listening to us, but, but Bad to, TV or another Below Deck podcast. Yeah, 100%. And to our fans, please go over there. Leave five stars. Kind words. Please tell, leave them a review, y'all. Tell them, tell them we sent you. Uh, Jake, we love you very much. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, us. guys. Thank you for having me. And y'all, we'll see you next time. Thank we'll you. see you next time. Au really revoir. fun. Love you, buddy. Thank you guys so much. This is amazing. Thank you.